Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl, Bertet Renee, aka Queen T, and this is your two cents with the tea lady. Oh my goodness, y'all, fall has hit us, okay? It is definitely sweater season, um, definitely pumpkin spice season. I see a pumpkin spice everything in all the stores. I'm definitely roasting up some pumpkin spice. Uh, coffee here at the shop if you're ever in the richmond area and you want to stop by regency square mall come reach out to me i'll be here whipping up some good tea uh some pumpkin spiced coffee um you know whatever you are looking for we got all of the tea for your wellness needs all right y'all let us get into this week's discussion y'all oh my god so one thing that I love is I love women's relationships, right? Like, I love building relationships with women. I love the camaraderie. I love when women get together. I mean, we just have great minds. But I have not always been this way. Growing up, I was like a tomboy. <laughs> I would, like, walk around with baggy pants like I dressed like Aaliyah I used to you know be rough and stuff with my afro pose hey y'all remember that song anyway that was me and I used to be like ready to beat the boys up and knock them upside their head and you know I fought a lot so um having female friends was not major to me at all I hung around the dudes a lot um I had some female friends, but I didn't have as much. And that was because I was too busy being sweaty, climbing trees, running around with boys. Um, I had a really great friend um, at the age of 13. Uh, we were about 12, 13. Um, she meant so much to me. Her name was Mona. Um, and I think that was like the real first real girl connection that I've ever had and um, she was special needs she had some things that she was challenging with in her body and it was just you know um, you know she didn't have that many friends because of that and I wanted to be her friend because I felt like people was trying to like you know come at her but I was like I'm gonna be your friend and she was the best you know we talked about normal stuff we talked about girl stuff she got me in trouble a few times you know <laughs> but it was my first foundation of a friendship with a female and um, about a year later she passed away um, and it really hurt me and I can honestly say that after that I kind of like backed away and I still would have female friends but not that much and when I would have a female friend it would just be one friend and then she would be my best friend it's <laughs> like all right you're my friend you're my best friend we're stuck <laughs> so um that was my foundation of uh building relationships with women it wasn't until I got older um till I literally had to learn how to have friendships with women and have friendships with multiple women without feeling like I was discrediting the other one or feeling like I was um, neglecting the other one because I was friends with multiple people. Because when I gave my all, I gave my all. I was like, oh, you got me. I'm your friend. I'm going to call you every day. We're going to hang out. We're going to do everything together. And I had to learn and kind of develop into building that relationship. 
I've never really been the female to feel intimidated by other women because I've always been the person to like uplift people. Let them know you can do it. I want you to see be the best version of you. I want you to see you through my eyes, you know. Um, I want you to be able to to and I've always been a confident woman, like maybe because I was so independent and I've gone through a lot growing up. It was always like, yo, you don't even know the stuff I've been through. I don't need no more extra. <laughs> so it's like, if I can do it, if I've got, if I can overcome it, and God can take me through it, then you could. So that's kind of the foundation of where I started out with being female friend, having female friends. So this week we are going to talk about females, how they work together, the society, how they look at females, because I think this is definitely a topic that we need to discuss and that we need to kind of get onto it. So ladies, I'm a ladies, grab your tea, grab your cup, get with it. We about to get, get with it. So I am making peppermint tea today. I love peppermint um, tea. Peppermint tea kind of helps with um, indigestion, if you suffer with headaches, um, it helps with you dealing with headaches. Um, peppermint tea has also been known to ease anxiety as well. So if you feel yourself a little flustered and you need to kind of pull yourself together, drink some peppermint tea because it aids with the with uh, helps with um, digestion and it helps with stress and anxiety. Um, so though I'm not feeling that way today. I still want to go ahead on and grab me some peppermint tea and you can use fresh mint leaves. I would use fresh mint leaves from Kroger or Food Lion or wherever you want to go, Publix, whatever they have in your area, Walmart, get you some fresh mint. You can boil it on the stove in some water and pour it in your cup. I'm at the shop today, so I don't have the leisure to do that. I do have fresh mint leaves at home, but today I just have my regular mint tea that I have um, in bags. So I'll add it to my cup. I'll add a little bit of vanilla syrup, um, some honey, and a cup some hot water and I will stir and sip. Now y'all, this is my second cup of peppermint tea today. <laughs> Cause it's cold outside, it's rainy, and I try to find ways to warm my body up, um, but not get to the point where I'm falling asleep. And peppermint kind of gave you a little boost sometimes. So uh, that's what I'm sipping on today. So y'all, find y'all some peppermint tea if you want that. Um, if you don't want any peppermint tea, find something to help ease your stress and your anxiety uh, we have chamomile chamomile works great lemon balm works great lemon balm is actually part of the mint family and it helps with i mean most of the time you hear spearmint chem you hear spearmint and peppermint things like that but uh lemon lemon balm is part of the mint family and it helps ease anxiety stress insomnia indigestion so anything that you see that has spearmint peppermint lemon balm those things anything in the mint family helps with anxiety and stress so remember that y'all um but okay let's get into it let's get to it to it all right so women in relationships there's a big pet peeve that i have found um you know in today's society and i will get into a little bit of history with y'all <laughs> i'll try not to be too boring about it but women 
have a big issue in society of competing and everything is a competition. I gotta look better than her. I gotta do better than her. I gotta have a better angle than she does. I have to have a better business than she does. I have to, you know, rise higher than her. And sometimes you'll see it within friends. Like you can see it among enemies. I mean, that's normal, but to see it amongst friends and to see something so competitive, it's kind of like, wow, we are really suffering from a huge underlying issue that not too many people touch on or they talk about. And so um, I realized recently I, I, I went through a situation with a young lady that I particularly, you know, wanted to be friends with. And I was trying to build a build a relationship, if, even if not friends, maybe acquaintances, because that's me. I find ways to connect with other women. I find ways to instill other women of a lift and push other women. And maybe that might be a little bit of an issue for me, <laughs> but I, I find ways to do that. And so... Uh, this particular young lady just stopped talking to me out the blue. And I was like, well, what the heck did I do to her? Um, you know, and, you know, I ended up speaking to somebody that was mutually friends with us. And I was like, well, you know, you know what's going on? Because I reached out to her, but I is everything okay. And, you know, she hasn't really said much. And, you know, that person was like, well, she was offended. But if she doesn't tell you what it is, then I'm not going to tell you either. And we're just going to leave it at that. And then the girl still haven't spoken to me. But... She did say, hey, well, she's not used to having female friends. So, you know, anytime she finds herself getting close to somebody, she'll kind of snap out of it or whatever. Or if you say something, you might have said something that rubbed her the wrong way. And she decided that she didn't want to be a friend anymore. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Um, you know, as adults, I would think that we would, hey, you said something the other day that kind of like bothered me. Can we talk about that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, dang, man, because I'm that type of friend. <laughs> I am that type of friend. I'm, and I don't know why some people call it as confrontational. I don't ever come as being confrontational, but I do say, hey, this is a situation that we have came across. And because I love you and care about you, I don't want to carry on this offense towards you without you knowing or without you even giving an opportunity to let us clear the air. Um, I just don't like stuff to build. You know, growing up in foster care and growing up in so much brokenness, I've, I'm very intentional about making sure that my life is not toxic in any way. Like, so we're not going to pretend to have a happy friendship and there's a whole bunch of, oh, she get on my nerves and rolling eyes. Like, we're not doing that. You know, if I don't like you, I don't like you. We ain't going to talk to each other. We can go about our separate ways. But if I care about you and you're somebody that I consider as a sister, as a friend, then we have to discuss what could be the issue. If I've offended you or you offended me, let's talk about it. So... Um, this particular person did not want to talk about it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But we never spoke again. So I'm like, oh, what the heck? And the only expression, the explanation I got is, well, she's not used to having female friends. And that's just that. And I was like, well, neither was I at one point. But I had to learn and open up to women and, you know, had to get there. Um, but just reviewing women and relationships and talking to other friends and seeing the stuff that they've gone through, I've realized, ladies, 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 if you're listening, please pay attention. I've realized that women are much harder on women than they are on men. For example, a woman could talk to a guy that she knows is giving her the bare minimum, maybe 10%. And she knows that he's using her just for sex. 
Or he could be in a relationship and she still want to see him and she want to tiptoe. Anything to get his attention. And he could say anything. He can treat her any kind of way. And women will find a way to be like, but, 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 to get there. No, and it will linger in a situation longer than they need to, knowing that it is detrimental for them. But let another woman say something wrong, dress a certain way, anything. It's an immediate cutoff. Oh, I, I don't like her. She thinks she better than me. Oh, there's a red flag. I don't like that. Oh, she spoke too kindly to my husband. I don't like that. And instead of addressing it to our fellow sisters, instead of addressing it to our fellow loved ones, we immediately just cut off. I've known people to ghost females that they've been friends with that that has been there when they lost a family member, that they have cried on their shoulders, all because she said something they didn't like. And you think, what happened to all the years that y'all was friends and that y'all have helped build each other up? Now, she says something or do something that you don't like or you feel intimidated by where she's going career-wise and you feel like it's too close to you or it's overshadowing you and immediately you cut them off and don't even say anything. So all of the years of your friendship wasn't meant, not even a conversation, but you will chase after a man who says, no, I don't love you. No, I don't want that kid with you. And you'll be like, but why, but why? And you'll pray about that thing. And you'll be like, but God, but please, but you won't even pray for your sister. You won't pray for a friendship with your sister. Like, God, I don't know what's going on with me and my sister right now. Something don't feel right. Please, Lord, help me figure out how to deal with my sister. We don't do that. As women, we don't do that. We quick to cut a female off, thinking that somehow that is gonna keep us shining bright. But like like I, I explained to someone recently, I said, shining someone else's light doesn't dim your light. So if you are the candle and your candle is lit, cause you lit, we stay lit. Ladies, y'all are lit. If you stay in lit and you go and you see your sister, her candle had burned out, whether she's gone through something, whatever the case may be, and you go and you light that candle, her shining doesn't stop you from shining. Your candle's still lit. But because you see light over there, you immediately forget the light that's shining in with you and you feel some type of way. So you try to blow out her candle. But just as much as the wind blows your way, it's gonna blows her way, it's gonna blow your way too. So by you doing that, it's gonna it's gonna destroy both of y'all light. Both. So when you go in your mouth for your sister, and when you be like, oh, the, it, it makes you look bad because you're saying this about somebody that they used to seeing you around, but you was just around her, but she was just with you, but y'all was just praying together, but y'all was just doing this, and now look at what you're doing. So it kind of dims your light too while you're trying to blow out hers. That wind blowing in both directions. So I came to understand that as females, it's so much easier to cut off our sister, but your sister is your lifeline. Your sister is your helpmate. Your sister is your keeper. You know, the Bible says that we are our brother's keeper. Your sister is your keeper. Your sister is the one that when you're going through with your husband or you're going through with that boyfriend, you could call him and be like, girl, this joker is getting on my nerves today. You convince her. She's the one that's going to instill you. She's going to uplift you. She is going to retain that feminine energy. You don't need to run to another man when you're not feeling right. Amen, ladies? You don't need to run to a man when you're not feeling right. If it, things ain't going well with you and your spouse, 
What you? Why are you going to another man to tell him? That's out of order. That's not okay. If you get you a circle of sisters, if you have a village that's going to help you be accountable for the things that you do, and they can be like, look, girl, that's a little thottish. Don't do that. You look, you're doing a little too much now. I mean, we can go hang out. We could go have fun. We could do, okay, but now you're doing a little too much. You're still a lady. You're still who you are. You're still joint heir to the kingdom. Come on, let's get, let's get ourselves together. Somebody to bounce off wisdom with. You know, the Bible calls wisdom her. I love that. I tell people that all the time. And they're like, the man is the head. I said, but the wisdom is the woman. The Bible said wisdom is her. So if I, if I know my sister holds wisdom and holds keys, then I'm going to want to talk to my sister. I have a son and he grew up, you know, in school. He didn't really make too many male friends. And he would say, I don't get along with men. And I said, you're going to need a man. You understand me? No, I'm not. I'm good. I'm good. I said, it's fine to have female friends and da, da, da. I said, but you need a strong, solid system of male friends. I said, whether it's two, whether it's three, whether it's five. You, I ain't asking you to have a whole bunch, but I'm telling you, you need at least a good two or three by your side to hold you accountable. Because when you get married, things ain't going right with your spouse. You don't need to go to another woman. You need to go to your male friends, your male support systems to help you. If you want to hang out, you want to just let your hair down for a little while you need to call your male friends so that you could go hang out with them it is very important for accountability and for for you to maintain that masculinity to hang around men and and he you know he was like whatever I, you know didn't really kind of see it my way when he was in high school but now that he he has graduated he's in the military and he has a nice solid group of friends and it feels so good to see him walk around and be like oh me and my friends is going to a car show or me and my friends we talked about this we talked about that or we did this together we did that together and I just smiled to myself because I was like God I asked you to give him some male friends and now he got that he got that sense of brotherhood he has brothers he has two brothers they're younger than him but he still needs somebody outside of family that he can go to our sisters, our brothers outside of our blood family become our family that we can lean on, we can depend on. That's our support system. You know, our family acting up, that's our support system. Our, our spouses acting up, that's our support system. Just encouraging one another. Oh, we want to start a business. If you got friends, that's a support system to start with. If we all depending on each other and building each other up, we can go so much further than we do tearing each other down. And as women, we are so much more powerful than we know and we're so much more powerful than we believe. And if we learn to work together, I'm telling you, we can go further because there's room for everybody. There's room for you. If I got five friends and three of us are hairstylists, then why don't we open up a salon and all three of us work in it? Why I gotta be like we competing against each other? No. If we all go half on rent for our own salon, we good. We building. We building together. And once that salon, that once that salon gets popping, we open up another we open up another another location. And then we open up a third location. Now all three of us got our own locations, but we started out together. And we built it up together. 
But see, what happens is, in today's society, you see one sister start a business, then another one starts another business, and they looking at each other like, I got to see if my business do better than yours, and I'm not helping you with my business because I'm trying to build my business myself. And it's a composition thing. If we all believe in helping women and building one another up, then let's do something together. Let's hold a conference. Because I guarantee you the knowledge that you're bringing is not the same knowledge I'm bringing. You're coming from a different avenue in life. We were all raised differently. Our upbringings were different. You may have been raised with a mother and father in your home. And they may have taught you how to have female relationships. And you might be able to come to women from that perspective. But if I have no, if I grew up without a mother and father, and I grew up in foster care, and I grew up not really trusting people, and I had to allow God to teach me and show me how to open up, then I reach another demographic of females. So if we come together, and we host a conference on women healing, women healing relationships, we both come in at different angles. Why are you looking at me sideways? Because I'm teaching something similar to what you're teaching. We're both teaching about healing women. You're not going to reach everybody. I'm not going to reach everybody. But together we can. Because you're going to reach somebody that has been through the life the way you went through life. And I'm going to reach somebody that's been through life the way. Women don't think like that nowadays. Everything is a competition. And we're so hard on each other. We're so, I've seen women that have paint, paint, they paint and sips businesses that do not go far. But I see a man with a paint and sip business and he is booming. He is, I mean, girls flocking in there, asking him to paint pictures of themselves naked and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, man. But that sister was over there, just over there, just painting, minding her business. And ain't nobody sewing to that sister business. But you get a charming man with a nice smile. And all of a sudden, everybody flocking. Everybody want to do. You see a sister doing a workout, a workout business. She trying to get her fitness on. Like, come on, ladies, we could do it. You don't see too much. But let a man go up there with no shirt on, with some nice boxes and a nice long beard and some chocolate skin. Y'all know where I'm going. <laughs> and he up there just dancing around, not even exercising much, just not even showing you how to use your body because he doesn't have the same body that you do. But what they do, they flock to him. They want to pay for his services. They want to do all of that. <clears throat> Society has conditioned us to not, especially when it comes comes to to African-American women in society. So yes, I have to talk about it because there is a huge disadvantage for us. We are the most undervalued women, but the most the most needed woman in society, but the most undervalued. It was the black woman that was cooking and that was cleaning and that was breastfeeding other people's children and that was raising the children and that was doing everything. It was the black woman, the most undervalued. So even in today's society, as that generational mindset continues, it's always, oh, they're going to always do. Oh, she's strong enough to handle this. She's strong enough to handle me ghosting her. She's strong enough to handle me talk about her. She's strong enough to handle me not support her business. She's strong enough not to handle. She's strong enough to handle me cheating on her. She's strong enough to handle me leaving her and having her figure out life on her own. She's strong enough to handle me sexually assaulting her. She's strong enough because they always believe in to bounce back but the truth be told is 
even down to um let me just go back even down to women black women giving birth they didn't believe that we felt pain they didn't look it up they didn't believe that we felt pain so anytime a black woman would say she was in pain they didn't think that that was true we was conditioned to handle things more than we should have handled, which causes a lot of women to deal with depression later on in life. It causes a lot of people, to, a lot of women to deal with anxiety, to have mental illnesses, to have schizophrenia, bipolar, because all that childhood trauma of dealing and coping without nobody talking about it, it, it arises up later on in life. And we'll, we'll talk about that on another segment because I'm really big on mental health. And my my stance in mental health is a behavior specialist. I specialize in trauma. So I can we could talk about that on a different segment, but how that affects you and your children and how you operate in relationships. We're going to talk about that in a different segment. But as far as today, it, it is imperative that we understand that our strength, our hope comes from our fellow sisters. It comes from another female. Us as females, we have to understand that. So the way you look at your sister, the way you treat your sister, the way it is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. If you feel inadequate about yourself, you're going to always look at somebody else as a competition. If you're not happy where you are in life, you're going to always look at what somebody else is doing as as an insult to you. And a lot of women who are really promiscuous, and don't love themselves and is looking to be loved they're the main ones to say i don't have female friends i only hang out with guys well you hang out with guys because that's the attention that you crave let's talk about it y'all that's the attention that you crave and another woman being in that space makes you feel some type of way so you distance yourself from other women because there's still something that you're looking for whether it was from a father or whether you can have a father in your life and used to having that man attention and you want it so you hang around dudes. It has nothing with you being a tomboy and that's just how you is. No, it's because that's the attention that you crave and you want to feel like you're in, like you're part of that in group, that in crowd, that I got this. So ladies, we got to do better with our relationship with one another. We have to do better with how we view one another. The tolerance that we give men we need to give that same tolerance if not more to our sisters because the energy you put into somebody that you chased around that just want to have sex with you you could have instilled it in another sister and watch how far you've gotten because y'all have encouraged one another y'all have helped heal one another y'all have helped uplift one another y'all have inspired one another you've supported one another you get so much farther that way than you do if you try to do things on your own no one can do this life on their own. Not nobody. You cannot do life alone. You could try. You could take off, do it. You could start off that way. But you won't end that way, my love. You won't end that way. You'll get burnt out. You'll get overwhelmed. You'll get tired because you don't have a support group. You can rely on men. But what I've learned in my own experience is a lot of men that wanted to help me wanted something from me. It's something I wasn't willing to give up. So if you come in to be nice and you come in to try to do something for me, please make sure it's from your heart. Because if you do something nice and then five minutes later or two weeks later, you like, oh, so can we go to a hotel or can we, what we doing? You don't got to worry about that from your sisters. 
Now you got some trifling ones out there. I ain't gonna lie to you. You got some trifling, but that's why we that's why we having this discussion. Cause we're trying to heal trifling ones too. They just got a trifling mindset. They don't care. They want your man. They want whatever. But that's because they're coming from a broken place too. Sis, you need to heal. If sleeping with other people, men makes you happy, you need to heal. If you had a stage in your life where you like, I don't want no relationship, I just want to do me, and you think that you can do what men do, and you want to out, be out there having sex and blah, 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 you need to heal. And I'm telling you from a place of experience, sis, you need to heal. If another woman's success intimidates you, or you feel like you got to compete, sis, you need to heal. If you are in different stages in life and you're getting older and you're looking at younger women coming up and it makes you feel some type of way, like, look at them. They think they all of that. You need to heal. Because even getting older brings insecurities. But that shouldn't make you hinder. Because the Bible tells us that the older woman is to teach the younger woman. And if our older women are filled with bitterness and venom, they cannot help our younger women. So that's why society is the way that it is. And that's why our girls prefer to say, hands on my knees shaking for my thigh-ish. You know why? Because there's nobody old enough showing them this is the way that you're supposed to do it. This is how you handle it. This is how ladies of distinction act. Nobody's out there because they're full of bitterness. They don't want to get old, so they still, they're still 60 trying to be 30. They trying to do what the 20 and 30-year-olds do. You need to heal. Ain't nothing wrong with having fun and enjoying life, but you need to heal. You, every, every woman needs friends within their age bracket to help them cope with life. If I'm going through menopause, I need some women around me that's been through menopause or that's going through it too so we could talk about it. I don't need to be around the 20-year-olds and I'm trying to dress young like them and I'm trying to ignore the fact that life is still happening for me. No, address the issues. There's nothing wrong with that. Heal. Our females need healing. Mentally, emotionally. And once the women of this world heal, you're going to see a lot of changes in how things are happening in society today. But it ain't going to happen, sisters, if we do it abusing each other, tearing each other down, breaking each other apart. It won't happen. So that's all I got for Two Cents with the Tea Lady today, y'all. It was deep. It was tight, but it was right. So... Yeah, I hate feeling like I'm lecturing. I like to do things where I'm like talking to people, whatever. I love, love, love feedback. I like to have an open dialogue and open discussion. Um, so I'm not feeling like I'm just like blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So feel free to ask questions. Feel free to leave comments. Feel free to email me. You know, if you have, you know, any questions or concerns about anything I'm talking about, if you want more knowledge of what I'm talking about and you like, hey, you know what? I would like some more understanding about that because I've gone through that. or I know somebody that go through that. How do I handle the situation? I am here for it. It's, okay i'm here for you because uh, that's what sisters do uh you've got a friend in me and that will always be so again let's uh let's lead uh, with love and let's lead by example on how we're supposed to handle things in life um you're gonna have ups and downs you're gonna have bumps with with females that's that's normal but let's normalize talking to each other about it this whole ghosting thing that's 
that's childish to be honest it's childish and it's toxic because it teaches you that you don't have to uh, address situations and it teaches you how to avoid conflict so what you need to learn how to do is communicate um, because that is a lack of communication so learn how to communicate with someone and to say this is what bothered me and this is what I need to do to move move forward in my life and if that if that means moving forward without you that's fine because we're no longer friends but you're not an enemy to me either so I'm going to leave on this note so so normalize communication again So ladies, that is all I have for you today. Um, make sure you sip on your tea, love one another. By all means, live in peace. And uh, until I talk to you next time, this is it. Tea Setters with my two cents with a tea lady. Have a great day.